Say in the name of Jesus. I, I attack demons. Do you know these demons? There are some demons that are ancestral. They hide you. Until when you leave this earth. You know this angel, that devil. Before the devil fell, he had a ministry of covering. Amen. He would cover the glory of God. Now when the devil fell, he continued with his ministry. He can cover your CVs for a thousand years. You do the interview. You pass it. But they fail to see it. They fail to see you. Amen. Say, I uncover myself. In the name of Jesus. I uncover. I uncover my ministry. I uncover my family. I uncover my soul. I uncover my siblings. In the name of Jesus. I uncover. I uncover. In the name of Jesus. I arrest that spirit which covers me. Which covers my face. Which covers my life. In the name of Jesus. I destroy you. I break you. I destroy you. Leave me. Clap your hands. Fight, 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 fight. Fight, fight, fight. I uncover my husband. I uncover my wife. I uncover my job. I uncover myself. In the name of Jesus. I uncover my ministry. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There should be someone who sees you. Amen. Amen. That is why exposure is very important. There should be someone who sees your business. This is where I put a business uh, so many years have passed. Do you know what the devil did? Uh, a sorcerer came and bewitched it. I gave you the testimony. I saw customers were not coming. Yet, in the spirit world, there was, there was a bush. I was coming from Trumpet Center. I was going back. The business was where I was staying at eight, eight While I was walking, I saw a thick bush. And I opened my eyes. I thought I was entering into a bush. When I opened my eyes, I wasn't seeing a bush. Then I quickly entered the house. I prayed. The Lord told me, cut, uh, slash away that bush that the enemy put in the business. They no longer see your business. They even know how to put a witchcraft on the signposts. And you people with businesses, after some time, point at your signpost and wash it with the blood of Jesus. Point at your door. That is why I told you when you are yourself, stand in the doorway. Amen. Amen. That night I slashed away. Do you think I had a, 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 a slasher? No, I didn't have faith. I slashed away. I slashed away. In the name of Jesus, I set it on fire. The next morning, the next day, like we had called the customers. Years have gone by, but I will never forget that because it was not ordinary. 
Do you know how you can stop the water? And it goes out. And then you take away the wall that was It just gushes out. If you're not ready for it, it can even kill you. I did it in faith. And from then I got to know that some of you have not yet been married because you're hidden. Your face is hidden. The family is hidden. There is a wing that you have to Lucifer of covering. The CV is covered already. They covered you. Where you work from. People are like, there was a shop. There. Where did it go? But you're there. Mbabazi told me that every day she's there. But there's a caster who told her, you woman. I've taken long without seeing you. She said, me pastor, pray for me. I've never left this show. But the woman told me that she no longer sees me. Me I knew. Say I cover, I uncover myself. I take away whatever covers me. Whatever covers my job. In the name of Jesus. I take it away. I take it away. I deliver myself. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I take your seat. What do I do? To live a victorious life as a Christian. There are many things. First and foremost. As a Christian. You must have the Holy Spirit. If you are not filled with the Spirit of God. You will never overcome the world. Go back and think about it. There are many Christians. We are all Christians. Washed by the blood. But if you are not filled with the Spirit of God, you will never overcome the world. Overcomers must have God in them. The Spirit of God is God Himself. If you are filled with the Spirit of God, you'll be an overcomer. The Spirit of God doesn't stop from helping you in spiritual things, but the Spirit of God guides you, protects you, is the command of all angels. Is the master of this dispensation. The spirit of God. If you have the spirit of God today. And be filled with the spirit of God. The angels will serve you. Because he's the boss. He's the boss now. Hallelujah. Amen. God is in three. In Trinity. Amen. 
Amen. God the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. In the beginning, God the Father reigned. And then the time came, God the Son manifested. And now, God the, God the Son told the, the disciples that I'm going away. But the Spirit of Truth is coming. Please receive Him. When the Spirit of God came, everything, all the files of heaven, all the decisions, the armies, we are all placed in His hands. Praise the Lord. Amen. It doesn't stop at speaking in tongues. Whatever the Spirit of God speaks, God the Father, God the Son, Baba, they have agreed. Amen. Amen. Now, if you want to be a Christian, an overcoming Christian, you're supposed to be filled with the Spirit of God. You can do nothing without Him. Some people think that the Spirit of God stops on church things. No. Even the things at home. There's a man called Samson. He was blessed with the Spirit of God. In his life, he was not a preacher. He was born, he was born to be a killer. He had come to revenge. The enemies of God. But he had the spirit of God. He used to give him even physical strength. He used to give him physical power. The spirit of the Lord does not stop at only church things. He can give you power to make money and you even get shocked. I don't know if you've ever known that. All these things, the anointing. He's the one who anoints people. It is the Holy Spirit who opens doors. He's the one who does everything that you can think about. Now, the devil knows that the moment a born again discovers the mystery of the Holy Spirit, that is over for the devil. Amen. It's not by might, nor by strength, but by the Spirit of God. That prophecy was spoken by a minor prophet in the Old Testament. But he was declaring about this time the Holy Spirit will be in charge. Go and look at all churches that put the Holy Spirit as priority. For them, they are driven by the Spirit. Amen. Because it is the Holy Spirit this is the direction. He tells you this is where you need to invest the money. The Holy Spirit is the one who helps in prayer even in speech. If you receive the Holy Spirit foundation 
But how do you receive him? The first thing you confess Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord. That is the first thing. Amen. Amen. After confession, the Spirit of God spiritually is the one who has the boil of the blood of Jesus. Washes your inner part. And then enters you. That's why Christians say, Greater is he that is in me than the devil that is in the world. The devil doesn't fear you. The devil fears the Spirit of God. It is between spirits, evil spirit, Holy Spirit. If you have the Spirit of God in you, the devil doesn't come closer. If you are Christian and there is no spirit of God in you, the devil will make sure that you are weak, you are very poor until you declare that there is no God and you die. Until you curse God. Because if you don't have the Holy Spirit, it shall never be. How do you receive him? By confession. When you confess, the Spirit of God comes. The day you confess, you begin to feel something inside of you. Some people call it a thing. Something speaks inside of you. Do this. Don't go there. Don't do this. That thing, what you call the thing, is the Spirit of God. When you obey the thing, then life grows. When you obey what you call the thing, that still small voice. It speaks from your heart. Not from the brains. There is another voice. Which speaks it through your brains. That is the voice of the devil. And at times it is the body itself. The body itself. Why does the devil use your brain? The devil uses five senses of man. Because he's in the world. But when the spirit of God comes, he uses your heart. He speaks from the heart. Be careful whenever the spirit of God speaks. There is another voice which brings suggestions. Sometimes it opposes. Many, it opposes this. Gives you many reasons. I know you are passing through this. Amen. Every time you feel something telling you, you look at your clock. 
This is not the time for me to pray. I would wake up. I would wake up. No. If you oppose and you go back and sleep, you don't wake up again. You wake up in the morning. You're like, oh my goodness. Then you feel that your goat was stolen. Sometimes that voice can see that the thieves are coming and it wants you to pray so that the angels can move. Amen. Amen. The Spirit of God can see where a man cannot see. The Spirit of God knows when you are supposed to pray. But this voice which speaks through your mind begins to oppose the voice of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Every time they oppose it, you see problems. And then you know that if I had obeyed, the problems wouldn't have come. If I had obeyed, I wouldn't have gotten to this and that. I can't hear you. Amen. Say amen. Every time you have the spirit of the Lord You feel joy Joy that you've never felt before Joy that is not connected with money Joy that is not connected with food Joy that is not connected with clothes there is that joy and peace Which surrounds your heart You don't feel any judgment Amen. Amen. You need the Spirit of God. When it comes to prayer, when you begin to pray, you feel the Holy Spirit taking over. You begin to pray slowly by slowly. Eventually, you feel that the tongues are changing. There is no struggle anymore. The one who has been struggling, you start flowing. And you realize the words are not coming from your mind. They are flowing. Flowing. Then you know that the Holy Spirit has taken over. You need the Spirit of God. You need Him. How do you get Him? Confession. When you confess that I'm saved, the Spirit Himself washes you, your inner being, and then washes where He's going to sit. Because the Bible says that our bodies is a temple, our bodies is a temple where the Spirit of God resides. When He sits in you, He begins His work to guide you. In all the decisions you make, the Spirit of God. Many times, when the Spirit of God is speaking to you, it depends on your level. Amen. 
spiritual level we are not on the same spiritual height some got saved yesterday others got saved many years ago but they were not given chance to move with the spirit of God because they were not taught Amen. but what I want to let you know it depends on your spiritual level if you are still young the spirit of God uses the fruits of the spirit to communicate to you like the the fruit of peace and joy um, I was reading my Bible I was reading my Bible I wanted the scripture. Colossians 3.16 Find out for me is that scripture. But I was not contented with the, tra with the translation. Then I searched in other translations until when I, I discovered in Good News Version that spoken it, that written it well. You are too slow. First, sorry, Colossians. First Colossians. It's Colossians 3.15. Yes, 3.15. It reads the peace that Christ gives is to guide you in the decisions you make. For it is this peace that that God has called you together in one body and be thankful. I want you to note this that the spirit that Christ gives the peace no, no, no. the peace which Christ gives why did he say that the peace which Christ gives listen carefully in this world there are things that give us peace a job can give you peace anything can give you peace but there are two kinds of peace there's peace that the world gives peace that comes out of the things that are surrounding us but there's also peace that God gives they're different. One day Jesus said, <coughs> that my peace I live with you, not as the world gives, but as I give. Have you ever read the scripture? My peace I live with you, not as the world gives, but as I give. There is peace of the world connected with the situation around you. And if you don't have money, they can know that you don't have money. You don't have peace, you don't have joy. But the peace that the Holy Spirit brings, even if you don't have money, you're happy. 
and the reason as to why that peace is there because it is connected with hope if anyone has hope they are happy from morning to evening even if they haven't yet eaten they are happy because they have hope hope comes with words with promise if someone promises you and you know them and you tell them you know what I will pay school fees for your children next time that is my responsibility you know that they are rich and they don't lie you get peace because you have a promise you have hope why the rich person promised me hope is very important some of us no longer have hope because we don't even know the promises we don't know the bible putting aside the bible you don't have a prophetic word that comes from somebody that indeed he hears from the lord now you don't have hope the reason why people faint they don't have hope they look into the future they don't see any hope no hope but hope comes after the Lord has promised you something when you believe the promise then hope begins from there and then peace begins to prevail there is that peace which Christ gives that peace is found in Bona because born again connect with Christ they connect with Jesus they connect with the Holy Spirit that can only be found among the born again that is where you hear someone say I am rich and you look at the person is not surrounded with riches you look at a weak person begins to say I am strong and you wonder where the strength comes from because these people have promises the promise of the Holy Spirit they even change the way they confess let the weak say I'm strong let the poor say I'm rich we get promises from Jesus we get uh, prophecies and you find yourself being because you are connected with the Holy Spirit now the peace which Christ gives is to guide us in the decisions we make as a newborn Christian you got saved you hear the Holy Spirit whatever you don't know how he looks you want to be guided by the Holy Spirit according to your level the Spirit might not talk but he uses the fruits when you go to Galatians we are not going to read there Galatians 5.22 when the Spirit of God comes in you bears fruits 
some of the fruits is peace and joy. Now, because of those fruits, the Spirit of God guides. And I want to warn you, if you are making any decision, before you do it, before you take the, 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 the step, and you feel lack of peace, never do it. Let me warn you again. Born again. Even if you don't see a pastor. And you want to buy land. You want to purchase a car. You want to do anything. You want to make a decision. Even if the pastor is not there. The chief shepherd is there. The Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit will guide you through peace and joy or lack of peace. That inner peace. Someone can tell you this thing works like this. This thing is this. But, but always consult your heart. Your heart will never lie to you. People can give you all the information you need. But from today, start walking as you listen to your heart. Your heart will never lie to you. Some people come to us pretending to be nice. They hide everything about them. But your heart will never lie to you. The Bible says a heart of man is the candlelight of God which searches all the inner things. Your heart will never lie to you. From today before you make your decisions Listen to your heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. Listen to your heart and surrender the boy. Maybe the mother needs him. Praise the Lord. Amen. He was holding on to him. Praise the Lord. Amen. Listen to your heart. There are many people who are driven by people's information. People's information. This is a good person. But if your heart says no, just put aside every other thing. Follow your heart. Peace and lack of peace. As you grow, as you grow in the Lord, slowly by slowly, the Spirit of God begins to talk to you through a voice. But that one depends on how you relate with him through the word of God. Some Christians no longer read the Bible. That's why God is silent. God will never talk to you. If you 
don't have the word. Because when you read the Bible, the Bible helps you to judge the voice, whether it is God or the devil. Because in 2 Corinthians 11, 14, 13 and 14, 2 Corinthians 11, 13 and 14, uh -huh. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. Mm. And no wonder, mm. for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Have you heard? No wonder Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. I beg you learn this. It's not that whatever glitters is gold. Satan can transform himself into an angel of light. This happened in history. There's a church in the village. The person who told me this story didn't tell me which village. It was a powerful church and they would follow the Holy Spirit. The pastor was always preaching about the Holy Spirit. And even the girls were also following the Spirit. A time came. I don't know if it is true. That church was in an area surrounded with Muslims. And there's a campaign that we need to weaken the born again. But they were saying that all those girls were ministers, Muslim guys should marry them and take them out of the church. So these girls were powerful. Youth ministry. They were powerful. They would praise. They were committed. There was a girl who was the most powerful. They wanted to marry her. But they could not get to her. She loved a fellow born again. What they did. One of the, the gentlemen that they sent. He uh, shaved off his beard. And he confessed salvation. But he was not really. His becoming born again had another motive. Just like some of you who are here are. There's something that you're after. You think we are fools, we don't see. Amen. Amen. Ask your friend, what are you after? They saw you already. Go to the village. This is the city. They even make for us um, tarmac. Now listen. So what this man did. He went to a try and caught the girl. And then she said, I don't no, know. You've just been born again. But most important thing, the Lord hasn't spoken with me. And that, that guy said that has failed. He now tried to come up with something. He followed her and he saw where she was staying. 
And you know, unfortunately, where the girl used to stay, she had rented a, a, a room. She was staying on the first house. So the way those houses were built, you know our ventilators of the of the clay ventilators. Now those ones, the moment he saw it, he said, now that is it. Now the girl, she was sleeping, this was the bed. There was uh, just one room. And then there was a ventilator facing um, her bed. And then he was like, what should I do to convince her that it is God? Are you listening? Are you listening? Then he bought, he bought a torch. There were batteries there. You were using batteries. Like six batteries. So he came at night. And went up the ladder. And he put the torch through. And then he switched it on into the girl. Into the girl. And then he started speaking. And he called her name. And told her. Annette. 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 I'm the God of Abraham. The God of Jacob.
Thank <laughs> you.